Hello and welcome to the Performance Mastery Podcast, Episode 1, where we're going to be discussing some of the main differences between a strength and conditioning coach and a personal trainer. My name is Nick and I'm joined here with Yaya, the BC strength and conditioning coach. So Yaya, what would you say are some of those um, main differences? Take it away. Well, initially I get asked a lot by the general public, um, what's the difference between a strength and conditioning coach and a personal trainer? Um, are the two professions the same? Um, but my job here today is to actually talk um, about those main differences and actually shed some light um, on how the two professions are totally different. Um, so what I'll do is I'll talk about this in a very structured way by starting off with the educational components needed to be um, within those two professions. Um, so in my opinion, a good strength and conditioning coach would have a minimum and I mean this would be the minimum um, of a bachelor's degree in strength and conditioning science in particular. Um, When comparing that to a personal trainer, a personal trainer, to be a personal trainer, the minimum qualification you need is a level three certificate. Um, Okay, so let's delve into this a bit deeper. It takes three slash four years to complete a bachelor's degree. Um, and it takes around three to four weeks um, to complete a level three personal training certificate. Um, so the main difference here is the, the level of education between the two professions. Um, an SNC coach takes maximum, I would say, four years to complete um, their degree, depending on obviously what university you go to and what country you're from. Um, a level three personal training certificate takes four weeks. And the issue here is that, um, in my opinion, you can't learn everything in four weeks. It's impossible. Um, In fact, I'm still learning, despite the fact that I've actually completed a uh, a three-year, well, four years if you include my internship, a four-year bachelor's degree in strength conditioning. Um, And I'm still learning. So if you compare that to someone who's just finished a course, a personal training course, in as little as four weeks and yes I have seen some courses um, being completed by respected person trainers in as little as four weeks so the main difference in terms of education is that yeah an SNC coach would take three years um, to complete their degree a personal trainer just takes around three four weeks to, um, to complete their certificate um, is there anything you'd like to add to that Nick? Um, yeah just to add to that in terms of um trying to grasp what we said is the foundational theoretical knowledge in sort of three to four weeks um i think it's problematic because we have all these companies just you know pumping people out and it's just making the industry way way too saturated Um, and that's where essentially we get this conflation between the two professions um so that's what i would say and just to sort of add to what you were saying as well or a question that i would pose to you is what in terms of some of the learning aspects of what you would learn in a strength conditioning degree and a personal training certificate, what would you think some of those differences would be? Well, I can only talk from my experience and a strength conditioning uh, science degree is very different to a personal training um, level three. Um, main differences are that we actually learn um, human anatomy and physiology at a very high level. Um, we learn human um, kinematics, um, 
we learn biomechanics, um, psychology, um, the foundations of um, strength and conditioning, how to actually program for an athlete, for an athlete, sorry, um, and also what sort of tests that we actually conduct before even uh, designing a, um, a training program for an athlete, as well as the practical elements which include how to work with athletes, being put into a real life situation where we can actually implement what we've learned theoretically in a practical setting. Um, and you compare that to a level three certificate, because remember, I have done both. Um, a level three certificate entails basic level um, of human anatomy and physiology. Um, there may be some um, some coaching elements, but it's not at the level of which a strength and conditioning coach um, would learn uh, within their degree. Um, yeah, sorry, I did miss one thing out as well. Um, exercise technique as well is emphasised a lot um, within the strength and conditioning degree. And I did not see that um, as a parent when I actually completed a level three personal training certificate. Um, yeah, okay. is there anything uh, you'd like to add to that? Um, yeah, I mean, what we're trying to get across here is that um, the two respective professions... Um, have their essentially have their place in terms of athletic, you know, training athletes and training the general population. Um, so what we're trying to get across is is that the the strength and conditioning coach is very much tailored to dealing with athletes and also dealing with the general public as well. Um, but what we, what we see with this conflation is is that personal trainers are actually training athletes, and as Yaya previously mentioned, there are certain foundational theoretical frameworks that you have to learn. You know, to be able to maximise safe and effective practice, um, uh, especially when training athletes as well. So that's what I would um, add to that. Um, it, yes, anything else? Um, so we've got education, we've got training. What, what else would you say? Um, in terms of um, experience and these, um, well, you've touched on um, the settings in which both uh, professions work in. Um, but yeah, so in terms of um, a strength and conditioning coach... Um, I can only obviously I'll talk from my experience actually when I was actually completing um, my strength and conditioning degree um, I had to complete a, a minimum of 500 hours of work placement um, whereby I worked in various uh, sort of settings so that would be um, sports clinics um, sporting organisations so like tennis clubs football clubs um, etc um, and I had to yeah like throughout my three uh, four, slash four year degree um, I had to complete those hours um, and obviously this showed that I actually had to apply the theoretical um, components that I learned within my degree into a practical setting um, because at the end of the day um, you do have to apply what you've learned into a real life situation and as Nick touched upon um, the main differences between um, the working um, sort of sectors between both professions is that Strength conditioning coaches, um, what's the word to use? Strength conditioning coaches um, specialise um, within the area of working with um, athletes, whereas personal trainers uh, may just work in the general population. However, um, strength conditioning coaches can also work with the general population because what we do learn um, in terms of like the foundational components um, of exercise 
we can implement to the general population. However, personal trainers have not learnt within their level three certificate. They haven't learnt um, how to actually work with athletes. So the problem here lies with um, scope of practice. Um, so why? Yeah. So why do you think this is happening? Why? Why do you think you know there are some so-called um, personal trainers? Um, essentially working with athletes and we're not just talking about individual athletes we're talking about team sports we're talking about individuals we're talking about organizations of um, a a very high ilk that are hiring um, individuals with uh, merely a a personal training qualifications with all due respect why why do you think this is happening i mean speaking from just a general perspective Mm -hmm. um Currently to date, there hasn't been any sort of standard set. Um, So this is why we've actually made this podcast. So the general public is actually aware um, of the main differences. Um, And obviously what happens is because there's no sort of like uh, standard, anyone can call themselves anything. So I've seen funky titles such as (laughs) body transformation coach, sports specific coach, and these titles are not actual actual titles. It's titles that people have actually made up just to... Um, in fact, you can call it marketing. People want to market themselves as different. And this is where the problems lie. Um, yeah, is there... Sorry, did that answer your question or...? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think... I mean, you touched upon it in terms of marketing because I, I believe that, you know, we are in the age of... We are, we are in a digital age. We are in the age of social media. And everyone, that is free marketing. Um, that's a, it's a great place for you to, you know, advertise yourself. Um, and it could also, it can be a gift and a curse because, you know, while you're getting that, you know, free marketing, you, you it's also a, a place where no one is really able to verify whether you're actually qualified or competent enough to, to perform the role that you're actually applying or saying that you're actually good at. So I think, yeah, I think that's something that I would... Um, definitely encourage people to to really think about and that's that's what we're here to do we're here to you know pose questions to get people to really start thinking about um yeah really start thinking about the two you know just the just the industry in general and how we can improve it because you know we're here and it's never really it's never really the finished article we always want to improve the profession we're not just here you know for for being here we're here to improve you know always evolving adapting um so, so yeah, that's what that's what I would add. Um, anything else you'd say? So, um, in terms of, well, I can talk about things that I've actually seen as well. Um, well, I don't want to go too much off topic, um, but I have seen a lot of athletes, um, especially in sports where they compete individually, such as boxing, um, using personal trainers as opposed to using an actual qualified strength and conditioning coach. And the problems here is that I've actually witnessed um, athletes becoming injured because of this reason. Um, not, uh, I'm not saying personal trainers are bad. That's not the message here. The message here is that personal trainers are not competent enough to actually work with athletes um, when it comes to preventing injuries or increasing athletic performance. Um, as a strength and conditioning coach, we do need to know the physiological um, aspects needed um, for athletes, for their sport. And if you don't understand that concept, um, you can put your athlete's uh, health at risk or performance at risk. 
um, and not understanding those sort of principles as well, um, you may you may injure the athlete. Um, and obviously, this particular um, thing that I've actually seen or witnessed, um, it's not just a one example thing. I've actually seen it a lot of times. Um, I've seen a lot of um, high profile athletes becoming injured. Um, and that's because they're actually not using the correct professional. Um, and that's the message that I'm actually trying to get across um, here today. Um, okay, cool. Any, yeah. So anything else in terms of the actual, you know, the actual checklist? We've gone through education, training, scope of practice. Anything else just to sort of summarise that you would say? If you want to give someone a checklist... If you like, because we're in summary now, so we want to give people a checklist that they can sort of go to um, to really identify whether um, this person is the right um, professional for them. Okay. Just in summary. Okay. If you're an athlete, use a strength and conditioning coach, a qualified strength and conditioning coach, not just someone who calls themselves a strength and conditioning coach. Check their education, check their experience, check their credentials. Um, and I would, uh, and I would reiterate that this is actually well. It can be important, um, and I would say, yeah, like make sure the professional that you're working with, um, well, if you're an athlete, this is, um, has a bachelor's degree in strength and conditioning, has um, may have other uh, sort of certifications or um, credentials, um, has experience um, working um, with athletes. Um, most importantly, a proven track record as well. Um, if you're um, just an average Joe who wants to lose weight, fine, you can use a personal trainer. Um, but yeah, just to summarise, a strength and conditioning coach should have a minimum of a bachelor's degree plus um, any other sort of credentials and certifications. Um, a personal trainer just has a level three certificate. Um, strength and conditioning coach works with athletes, a personal trainer works with the general population, although a strength conditioning coach can also work with the general population as well. Um, okay. Experience, yeah, sorry. Um, sorry to cut you off there. Yeah. No, 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 sure. I mean, do you have anything else to... I think you, you, you sort of encapsulated everything that, you know, people can, you know, after they've listened to this, they can go away and really, you know, um, create a checklist, you know, if they're an athlete or knows anyone that is an athlete or... Um, that can you know, sort, sort of assemble a, a checklist that could help them identify the correct pro, uh, professional for them. And I, I would say that, um, like I said, you know, like we said before, this isn't uh, um, this isn't throwing shade on anyone or disrespecting anybody's profession, because you know we're all you know trying to we're all in the field of human performance. We all want everyone to to um, perform their best, whether they're athletes, general population. We all want everyone to stay injury free. Um, so, you know, we're, we're all in this together, but um, what I would say is we have to stick to our scope of practice. We have to, it's very, very important. We can't um, sort of divert from what we're actually qualified and competent to do. This is the take home message. Um, so anyone listening to this, hope you have um, uh, gathered some information that is useful. Just anything that you can take away from this will you know, will be great. Um, so yeah, that's 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 it from us today. Hope you hope you guys have enjoyed it, and uh, see you on the next episode. Peace.